Hey besties, welcome back to another episode of Is This a Bad Time? First of all, I want to get it out of the way. My voice sounds like absolute shit and we have Halloween to thank for that, okay? So, you know, if I sound like I'm dying, it's kind of because I am, but you know, some people think the rass is sexy, so that's fine. I have a very, very very hold on i just got a weird text (laughs) i just sent a bad text with like typo and it's just embarrassing because now they're waiting for me to fix my typo um i have a very special guest today and it's someone that you guys know very well she has not been on in a very 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 long time and if you know her from truly sickening then you know it's miss perry hey y'all oh my god so we actually have not been on a pod for well over a year yeah it's been like a year and a half yeah and a lot of stuff specifically in perry's life has changed in the last year and a half for sure yeah and we're gonna dive into that because this episode is always just go with the flow every time i record with perry it's very go with the flow Mm -hmm. and it most of the time works out very well yeah but today we do have a little bit of a theme we'll kind of touch base on like you know stepping into adulthood you know like stuff i always kind of talk about but I want to talk about the differences in adulthood that me and her are both experiencing right now because yeah. the circumstances are very different. Completely. It's so different. But, like, we know a lot of people are always in the – a lot of people are in the same boat as we are. And, you know, we're still friends. We're yeah. still very much close. Yep. And I feel like we're even closer now than we were before. Mm-hmm. So that's exciting. Right. Don't think this friendship ever folded. No, it never did. I know. We've a, lo- been stuck. A, a lot of people definitely insinuated, like, yeah. are you guys still friends? Are We've you guys- been stuck. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> um, yeah, let's get into it. So, Perry, do you want to tell the people what is new in your life? Well, for starters, um, I recently had my first baby. <laughs> oh, my God. Miss Haven. Okay, Um, which is crazy because when Jenny and I had first done Truly Sickening, one of our first episodes was kind of talking about that kind of transition moment of like, we're we're stepped out of high school, we're Mm. in college, what we expect out of marriage, etc. It's wild because the first episode, we were literally interviewed each other and we were like, where do you see yourself in five years? Yeah. And her answers does not match up to what is happening right now. Not at all. Not at all. And I think... The thing is, is that when we actually first started recording, I had just started dating who I'm still currently with right now, which is crazy. Like when you think about it, I'm like, that was really the start of our podcast, but that was also the start of like my relationship. Mm-hmm. So that's just crazy how like over two years has passed and how crazy life has changed since that time when we first started doing a podcast. Yeah. I mean, it's just been a huge transition. Yeah. And, like, this is what I've been saying. Like, life will throw a million curveballs at you. You can never, like, predict anything. Yeah. Like, I never suspected to get pregnant. 
and to even have a kid within I mean within five years like I didn't see myself being pregnant and having a kid until I was like honestly she said close to 30 yeah yeah like that was like what I had suspected Mm -hmm. from the you know just from since I was little because I just never really saw myself getting married at a young age or having a baby at a young age and like now I am oh yeah yeah that's fine I uh wasn't expecting to be in this boat that I am right now at all but honestly guys she's embraced it like because obviously like when things don't go according to plan it does throw you out of a loop a little bit especially because Perry as much as she is a very go with the flow last minute person she has a plan Mm -hmm. and like an assumption of how her life was so you can imagine her finding out she's pregnant even though she was like go with the flow this was not a part of the flow yeah but like she's embraced it so well she does motherhood very nicely and i'm excited she's the one that's pregnant first so that i can go to advice for yeah like this one and that's what is also so different is that i'm kind of one of the first of my friends to be pregnant Mm -hmm. and so and i'm not saying there's not other people that have been pregnant people have been popping out of the woodworks being pregnant Honestly, this year. Honestly, people that have graduated around our, like, graduating years, Yep, everyone's, like, a lot of people are pregnant. Everyone is pregnant or just had a baby, mm-hmm. just like how I did, because yeah. we're just now at that, you know, it's just that time of the year. You know, everyone always has babies around the same time. Mm-hmm. And it's just now we're at that age mm-hmm. that it's, like, expected to kind of, like, be pregnant and, like, get married. But that's not always the case for every single person like obviously like we said at the beginning like jenny and i right now our adulting lives are completely different yeah like you're five like what how did you describe it earlier like you were like figuring yourself out yeah i literally was like i feel like i'm just in the process of discovering who i am just in general but Mm -hmm. you're more in the process of discovering who you are while identifying as a mother as someone's mom yes so I think that's like kind of double the challenge because not only do you have to kind of like discover who you are you kind of have to like still be like a mom right and trying to not make that your identity but just a part of who you are exactly because a lot of people like to label someone like after they have they're a mom it's like oh she's a mom Mm -hmm. that's it that's kind of like that's it you're that's your personality yeah but like Perry is like so like people are so much more than what their role in life is exactly and I feel like that's something that I've been trying to get through and get past is like Mm -hmm. making sure that I still have a piece of myself prior to Mm -hmm. being a mom I feel like since you had Haven and like even when you were pregnant I feel like you were still the same person Mm -hmm. and I think that's what I was scared about because I have seen people like been pregnant like my friends that have been pregnant and that have had babies and they're just like not like who I who they were before there's something about them change it's so weird but I yeah. feel like you changed in a way that's like just more who you are yeah not anything bad yeah but like I don't know yeah it's everyone's on their own journey so I obviously can't judge yeah like who they are as a mom who knows I might be a completely different person when I'm a mom right <laughs> I hope not. I don't think I will be, but... Right. And that's the thing. You kind of don't know until it actually happens. And, you know, I just wanted to always make sure that I still was me. And there was... Obviously, like, pregnancy is not go with the flow, super smooth at all. 
but I still took the time to try to make sure I stayed aligned with myself even while I was pregnant and after you know postpartum yeah because I feel like that's just like the hardest struggle because a lot of women like suffer from postpartum depression god bless those women that do mm-hmm. i know that's hard but that's a lot of the time when people start to kind of lose themselves yeah is the when they kind of sink into there yeah they call it the fourth trimester yeah mm-hmm. yeah and i was just fortunate enough and blessed enough to not have to deal with that so and you know also the people around me also helped carry me through a lot of my pregnancy and like postpartum so that i could still enjoy life and not feel like I'm in it alone. You yeah. know what I mean? Because a lot of mothers feel like they're alone mm-hmm. in that stance. Especially, I think, I think because everyone knew you were so young to start a family, mm-hmm. like the extra precaution to make sure you felt like you was more evident. Yeah. Because, like, honestly, if you were probably like 27, it's kind of expected. And That's going true. through those phases alone would have been just not as enjoyable, I think. Yeah. It's always good to have people around yeah I personally think yeah and I feel like I went from being straight up a kid to an adult (laughs) within months I mean I literally got pregnant I moved out and I'm now as of yesterday (laughs) y'all engaged so she's an engagement guys (laughs) Harry's got the baby she's got the house she's gonna have the wedding yeah all within like the literally like three year lifespan that we like yeah it's crazy like let's just not even I'm like it's crazy it's so good it is a shock but in a way it's kind of like it's all embracing like change it's not like anything like because nothing no one was no one's expecting you to stay like single forever or something like that like if it happens it happens it's just kind of wild because you're the only one in the friend group that is like like our specific friend group because mm-hmm. you have different friend groups but ours the one that you share with me mm-hmm. you're the only one that is living the married life pretty yeah. much yeah and you know what I thought one of them was gonna outbeat me no I know and we, she know who she is but obviously her and her boo have been together for ages yeah. and stuff like that but they are exactly where they need to be in life no that's the thing though like as much as everyone's life is different it is catered to what you like you specifically need yep so i think it's it's nice to not it's good it's good to remember that everyone's phase of life Mm -hmm. is not meant for you so don't be upset that it's not what you're experiencing because it's not meant for you exactly like your time will come when you're supposed to be engaged your time will come when you're supposed to have a kid like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, and it doesn't make you any better or any less that someone did it before you or after you. Exactly. Because when I'm telling you, I thought if you if I would have looked back two to three years ago and known that I would be where I'm at right now, I would have never, ever believed you because I had been single my entire life. I never had the thought of kids in my head until I was like, like way down the line. Like, I just never suspected that life would hit me so quick so early yeah like i just didn't even i was like kissing that goodbye because i was like no but like how so like how do you feel about that when you kind of were sitting there because i imagine you had like a moment of epiphany where you're like okay yeah this is my life this is it's changing yeah like how did you feel because i know you were you just had like that 
yeah. set look. It was just like, I feel like I more so felt that after I had Haven because it feels more real. Yeah. Like when she's like physically here in the world. Mm-hmm. And it's just one of those things that like one morning you just like wake up and you're like, wow, I'm a whole mother. And like I'm... And, I mean, we already knew we were going to be getting married, so it wasn't, like, a huge shocker that Mm -hmm. I ended up getting engaged. But it's still, like, I'm a mother, a wife, a homeowner. Like, it's just, like, so crazy because it's, like— And you're how old? I just turned 23. Yeah. So, like, (laughs) the thing is, like, social norms is definitely a big theme in this topic because, like— it's obviously not super common to be 23, having a baby, having a home and stuff. But, like, we know so many people that are. Yeah. But it's just the generic public of, like, the people we know in our lives that are around our age. That's not what that's happening. Yeah. But the thing is, like, again, many, much more people are, like, either career focused or, yeah. you know, they're still trying to be done with school, stuff like yeah. that. Like, everyone's just trying to do things that's next best thing for them right and that's the thing I feel like I've just seen I mean I've seen quite a few people either get pregnant or get engaged but I still see a lot of people like you said career focused or still in school and Mm -hmm. stuff like that especially with couples that have been together for like ages yeah we know couples that have been together way longer than you and E have yeah and it's like they're still just being a couple yeah which is totally fine yeah and I feel like if him and I would have dated in high school mm-hmm. and then we would be like right now I think him and I would be more career focused yeah. versus like family oriented like mm-hmm. I just feel like timing is who everything who says you can't be career focused after marriage Yeah, people think like I don't know what it is and I feel like I have been one of those people too at some point but like when you bring a baby or like marriage into the picture all of a sudden like your ambitions don't matter. Right. You know what I mean? And, like, obviously, yes, you have to be attentive to your baby and stuff like that, but it's not the end of the world right? to, like, have a child. Why do... I don't I know. know. People think having a child is, like, the biggest, like, like downfall. And I'm just like, it's just more responsibility on your part. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's... Nobody made you... No one made you, like, become pregnant. You made that decision yourself. Right. So you have That's to... Accurate. You have to make sure that, like... This is the this is what you've been dealt with, and now what are you going to do about it? Exactly. How are you going to adjust your life? Because you have to learn how to adjust your life. You can't. I know a lot of girls that end up being pregnant, having the baby, and they go exactly back to the lifestyle they had before, and it's not catered for a baby. Right. Which is really unfortunate because I'm not a mom, so like I can't really give that advice to those people. It just sucks to see because yeah. I'm just like... Ugh. You can tell like yeah. the difference between people who kind of were ready to be a mother when they found out they were pregnant versus people that were like scared that they were pregnant and that's the thing like honestly have a baby if you want to have a baby and if you're okay with having a baby don't have a baby because you feel like you have to because you need to like yeah i'm saying like do it on your timing yeah don't feel like the pressures of the world should Mm -hmm. force you to be like oh like i need to be like starting life like having kids getting married getting house like no if Mm -hmm. you aren't ready for all of those changes of adulthood like shifting your adulthood to that section of it then don't like really if you're not ready for it if you don't even want to ever have kids and that's okay to not have to want kids it's not and the thing is like i feel like you 
even though you weren't planning on having Haven, Mm -hmm. you were subconsciously okay if you were pregnant though. You know what I'm saying? Because I feel like if you, if someone really didn't want to be pregnant, they would take every necessary precaution that is known to man to try to keep that and prevent that from happening. And I know people like that. That's why they're still not pregnant to this day. Right. But like, yeah. And I feel like with you, you were kind of just like, yeah. yeah, you know, if it happens, it happens, and that that just tells me like you were ready, like yeah. scary. You yeah, was, you were scared. I was shaking in my boots, yeah. y'all. Like no one is not scared to be like have a baby, but like you were ready. Yeah, I was definitely. I was scared, but I was ready. Like yeah. my sister had even said this comment to me. She was like, "You were always like ready for motherhood." Mm-hmm. Like she was like, "You were always prepared to be a mother," and she said, "I could tell that from a young age, just even when I like babysat cousins and stuff like that." I knew what I was doing, and she was like, I remember, she had said something like, we were babysitting our baby cousin, and uh, he was crying and didn't know, she didn't know what he needed, and I was like, oh, it's okay, I'll go make his bottle, <laughs> and stuff like that, and Ani was like, you know how to make his bottle? No, Meanwhile, and it's, it's she's funny older. because Ani's older, yeah. like much older, but, so it's just funny. Yeah, but she said I just always had motherly instincts. It's giving Kylie Jenner. Yeah. <laughs> okay. They were all like... Uh, she's just always been wanting to be a mother. Like, this is just her calling. You're talking about Kylie? Yeah, that's yeah. what everyone was, like, saying about like, her. Kylie was meant to be a mom. Yeah. But, I mean, some people got it like that, and some don't. It just depends. Yeah. Like, it just depends. And it'll come, if it doesn't come now, it'll come naturally later. Mm-hmm. That's true. And I feel like some people always, like, don't trust their instincts either. Mm-hmm. They kind of, like, get psyched out by people because... Yeah. If you don't have like naturally or natural motherly instincts prior mm. to being pregnant or anything, then people kind of psych you out through pregnancy, kind of like yeah. making you feel like unsure about what you think you know. Mm-hmm. Does it make sense? Like, yeah, some people are more tapped into their motherly side, and I feel like I am one of those people. Mm-hmm. But we do have friends that are not as you know caretaking necessarily so for them to end up being moms, it'll be a little bit more challenging in those parts. But as long as you I think trust your intuition and just like know that you are doing the best and you're making the decisions more intentively. Mm-hmm. I think that's all that matters. And I was just talking to a friend the other day and I was telling him like, I'm scared to be a mom and I feel like I'm not going to be a good mom. But the fact that I feel like I'm not going to be a good mom, I think I will be a good mom. Yes. Does that make sense? Yes. Because 100%. I care about messing up. I think it'll be okay. Yeah. That's accurate because people, yeah. I, you can definitely tell like there are people who don't care about whether they're uh, whether or not they're going to be a good parent or not. Those are the people that are not going to be good parents. Yeah. No offense to you, but if you're not stressing about being a good parent, then that means you're not looking at the fact of all the bad that you could do. Yeah, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying, like. That means you're already thinking ahead, thinking, oh, I want to be the best version of myself mm-hmm. for my kids. Especially yeah. just because of, like, how, like, just from trauma in the past, you know, every every person, I feel like, no matter what, has had some sort of family trauma or parent trauma. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's like, you want to do better yeah. for your kids than what you grew up on. Yeah. And even how amazing parents can be, there's always going to be those faults Mm -hmm. in a parent that you're like I want to do better for my kid than my parent did for me in that certain scenario you know what I'm saying like you know it it, you know it depends like nobody's perfect y'all so nobody's perfect it's understanding yeah (laughs) it's all good but 
I mean, it is just important to be the best version of yourself. And I feel like that's just like a huge part of adulting in general is trying to figure out just who you are and being the best version of yourself. You know what I'm Mm -hmm. saying? Like, I definitely feel like I was not the best version of myself prior to pregnancy, but I definitely worked hard to get to a better point in life. By the time I had her. <laughs> Could y'all hear that? <laughs> I was just thinking that. <laughs> That's so freaking Sorry. Funny. But we also need to tap into Jenny's side of adulting and how different it is from my standpoint of adulting versus her standpoint. Because regardless, it's adulting <clears throat> yeah. on both ends. You know? Yes. Yes, I do. <laughs> She's like, put on the spot. <laughs> I said, gosh, dang. And I was here going to ask you more questions. No, I mean, Girl, like, I'm open for questions. No, for sure. No, okay. So I will tap into mine a little bit. And then, because I think people do kind of know where I'm at already. But like, I was talking to a couple friends. And here's the thing you guys have not heard from me in about two weeks. And you'll probably hear Jason's episode. And we're going to talk about finances on that one. Well, we did. But you'll hear that first before you hear this episode. But. After I came back from Chicago, I recorded that episode with Jason, Mm -hmm. and we were just talking about, like, finances and kind of, like, money stresses in adulthood. Yes. Because money is such a big factor, whether you want to admit it or not, in Mm -hmm. adulthood. And I would love nothing more than to avoid money stress. However, that's not the reality for a lot of people. Yeah. And... I am a huge money spender. Okay, here's the thing. I don't like throw it on everything, but I am more comfortable with money spending than I was when I was younger. And I think it's just because I have this mindset that I work for my own money so I can spend it however I want. Period. And which is not a bad thing, but it's also better to save. Um, But I was saying that... I don't know. Like, I, for the, like, this is getting really kind of personal, but, and you already knew this, I think I'm going to tell you, but I was so set on staying in Kansas. Like, I was so set on my, like, life being here for a while. Yep. Like, my whole idea was that I was going to stay here until I hopefully get married and have kids. That way my mom can retire back to Vietnam and that is when I would feel comfortable with moving elsewhere because I didn't want to move away from her right but then after being in Chicago and nothing is set in stone you guys but after being in Chicago I kind of was playing around with the idea of maybe I could move there Mm -hmm. for just like a year maybe half a year or so just to see how I'd like it and how I'd do yeah um Chicago is definitely not no literally Chicago is not um a forever place for me to stay that's not that's not the case but I wouldn't mind living somewhere else from what I know now here because I've always just ever been here yeah and so I was playing around with the idea then I was just thinking like I really am at that stage in my life where, like, nothing is really keeping me here other than my mom because I'm not in a serious relationship. I don't have any kids. And my friends are even talking about moving. You know what I mean? So yeah. everyone is really just kind of, like, yeah, playing around with the idea that this might not be their permanent spot. Mm-hmm. And it is scary because, like, obviously I'm so used to having all my friends near. And I don't know. It's just kind of, like... So that's what we're doing, huh? We're yeah. all just kind of picking up and leaving. Yeah. Because, like, you know, one of our friends is probably going to move down to Texas, Texas at some point and be yep. with her boyfriend. And crazy. 
like one of our other friends is talking about moving to the West Coast. The other one either wants to move back home mm-hmm. across the country or yeah. just move to a different state. So we got friends from all over the world. Yeah. And I think that's like what makes it so special, but it also makes it so like temporary. Yeah. So I was playing around with the idea of moving, but then like, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Part of me is just like, do I want to stay? Do I want to go? Yeah. That, I feel like that's the hardest decision because obviously we've been here our whole lives. So this is home to us. But at the same time, you kind of want a new experience. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You want to have your eyes open to different yeah. areas of life and different. And honestly, even moving <laughs> like would even make you grow as a person like yeah. you never knew that you could have because sometimes when you're kind of stuck at home it's kind of the same routine I feel like it's every day my growth yes and yeah. you can definitely grow so much more mm-hmm. even if you move for a year and then you hate it just come back you yeah. know what I'm saying like it's not the end of the world and I think what's stressing me most is like my job is if I'm not making so you guys know I do nails that's like kind of what I do full-time if I'm not physically working, I'm not making money. Yeah. And I think that's what was stressing me out because Chicago is not a cheap place to be. Mm-hmm. And I love Chicago. So, like, there's something about that city. It's just so, like, inspiring. I know I hate to sound <laughs> cheesy, <laughs> but it just makes you feel like all possibilities are kind of endless, which is kind of nice because not a lot of cities can do that for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. But... I was, like, playing around with the idea, like, everyone knows I've been, like, talking about going back to school. I just didn't know what for. And, like, I don't have the money to just throw it and, like, be like, okay, maybe I want to study this. I want to, like, go back to school when I'm for sure, like, okay, this is what I'm going to stick with. Yeah. And so I'm playing around with going back to school, but it's not set in stone. Yeah. And I'm just stressing because I would love to make nails, like, the thing that keeps me afloat. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I'm just kind of scared that I won't. It won't happen. Yeah. Does that make sense? Because like anyone who's in the beauty and service industry would know, like it's hard to build up clientele. Yeah. And when you do, it's nice to have those loyal clientele. But if you're moving, obviously they're not going to move with you. Exactly. So it's kind of just like and restarting. It's not, and yeah, it's kind of restarting. So I'm just like, huh, hmm, you know, yeah. So that's I think that's also a huge portion. Like I applaud the people that can just pick up and go. Yeah. Like if we didn't think ahead so easy like so hard mm-hmm. every time. Because like you said, we're very much good with the flow of people, but we also yeah. like to have a plan at the yeah. same time, kind of in the back of our heads. Yeah. Like we need to have a long term plan, but we're okay with going with the flow day to day. You yeah. see what I'm saying? And so I think the people that literally pick up and go with no money, like no plan, I applaud you. Because yeah. I feel like if you were one of those people, girl, you'd probably already be gone. I would have been <laughs> you'd be gone. gone. I think about, I stress too much about like certain aspects. Yeah. And it's probably good that I do. Um, I probably wouldn't move for like another two years though. I just got a car last year with my own big girl money, you know. <laughs> so, but I did a three year plan. And it's like they're eight hundred bucks a month. So yeah. I'm like, well, yeah, it's the expensive that's, one. That's a big chunk out of my paycheck. So after two years is when I'll feel like a little bit more financially free. Mm-hmm. So I have kind of two years to kind of plan out what I want to do next. But that doesn't take into consideration if I do get in a relationship and I want to stay here because. At the end of the day, like, 
I only want to move to just like I don't know moving would just like kind of get me out of like this rut that I've been stuck in Mm -hmm. just being in the same place yeah but like I feel like if I got in a relationship it wouldn't it would not like satisfy that but it would give me like more of a reason to call this place home yeah if that makes sense yeah I mean, even being with someone, if they also kind of have the same mindset as you, if they're like, man, I really want to get out of here, they will go anywhere you go. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, shoot, even E and I, like, him and I have talked about it multiple times. Like, we're like, the only thing holding us back would be family. Mm-hmm. And they can visit us whenever. Yeah. So if job opportunities pop up in other cities, like, yeah. We gonna take it. I was like, I'm going where you go, and he said mm-hmm. vice versa. So, if your partner's okay with that, like picking up and going, and they're not stuck, mm-hmm. like here at mm-hmm. home, I think you'll be okay. Yeah, and I think that's a really important part in a relationship that you and your partner are kind of on the same page about, like moving mm-hmm. and just like like not being so settled to where you are. Does that make sense? Like, make sure you're on the right page about settling. Mm -hmm. Because I feel like that's also a huge thing, too. Like, I would never want to be with someone that's going to make me feel like I have to, like, belittle myself and be stuck into this, like, little routine and Mm -hmm. being at home. Like, babe, we're not in a homework movie. Like, it's if, if we need to go and pick up and go, we need to pick up and go. Yeah. Moral story. Like, I just, yeah, I, yeah. I'm ready for whatever life throws. And some people aren't, you know. <laughs> yeah, you got to embrace change. You got to be able to embrace, like, challenges and things that come in your way. And mm-hmm. I feel like um, I literally just lost my train of thought. I literally was going to say something. Can you guys hear the, Haven? The baby's crying in the background, you <laughs> <laughs> Her dad is getting her. <laughs> no. <laughs> Can y'all hear? Probably. Yeah. <laughs> back back, back to course, what we're saying. Maybe. Yeah. But I think I think at the end of the day, like dating in adulthood is a completely different territory that Perry cannot tap into because she is very much with her person now. Yeah. But also at the same time, you never truly stop dating your partner. Don't forget that, you guys. Just because you're in a committed relationship and you're married or whatever it is, or you've been together for like three plus years, don't stop dating. That's not the point. Right. The point is that's your forever date. So you treat them like one. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. And, um... I don't know. Dating is interesting because I don't actively date. It's just not what I do. I will try to go on dates, but honestly, the last date I went on was a year ago, like early October in Chicago. That was just, that was just a journey in itself. And that's the thing. I mean, some things just, you don't know until you try, you know? When it, and it, talking about relationships and love and all this stuff, it is fun to talk about, but the the depth of love is such a mystery. Like, mm-hmm. no one has the right answers. People can give you as much, like, advice and tips as they can, but at the end of the day, what's going to happen for you will happen for you. Yeah. And what's not going to happen is what's not going to happen. Like, you just really, there is no right or wrong answer in love. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like... 
It's such a big mystery. And everyone finds their person at the weirdest circumstances, the yep. weirdest times. You just really don't know. Yeah, because you and I had, had a, like a conversation about that. And I was like, girl, at the end of the day, people can give you as much advice mm-hmm. as you want. This goes for relationships and just anything in general in life. Yeah. People can give you as much advice as they want to. But whatever happens between you and your partner behind closed doors or you and yourself behind closed doors, like that is all that matters. Like people can give you opinions all day, but if you are right with yourself or you are right with your partner, that is the bottom line. Like that's Mm -hmm. it. Like who cares what other people are saying, other advice, whatever, like what goes on between you or you and your partner? Yeah. No one can even, you know what I'm saying? Like, I just can't fathom that enough. For people. Like, I'm like, girl, who cares what they're saying, bro? Everyone has an opinion. Everyone loves to have an opinion about anything and everything. So, yeah, it's just kind of, like, inevitable, especially if you're, even you, like, people know you and E, you know what I'm saying? So people are going to have an opinion regardless. Yeah. Like, and you're just, like, a regular couple. You're not, like, a celebrity couple or anything. Like, you know what I mean? And people are mad opinionated. This, this time around. high school. And from, bro, ew, <laughs> ew. Like, they're already talking about, like, reunions. I have saw you, that. Have you gotten any messages? No. My, our class president, God bless him, he is not going to do anything. I know he's not. <gasps> oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, not. you know who it is. Yeah, I'm He's not going to do anything. I think we only elected him because he was just, like, funny, cool and, and funny. Cool. <laughs> but, yeah. like, yeah. I, I'm hoping one of, like... The people, because you know that friend group that was, like, really involved with school. Mm -hmm. I'm hoping they do something, because I know if they do something, it'll actually be, like, one worth going to. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't decided. I don't want to do a five-year. Five years a little short. I would consider a 10-year. Yeah. They had said something like, oh, do we want to do a five-year or a 10-year? I know. I should have sent that to you, because I sent that to Olivia. Or, no, I saw it, and then I posted something to my private, and I said... Whoever our class president is, he better step up because I'm trying to I'm trying to be a nosy little bitch and I'm trying to <laughs> like the thing is like you hate people hate to admit it but this is what they do when you meet somebody from high school you're gonna small talk you're gonna be like oh how mm-hmm. are the kids how's your family yada 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 when you really technically don't really care yeah that's you, just how it is you kind of just go to a reunion to like be nosy or like stomp on people because you like look so much better than you did in high school. <laughs> You know what I mean? I wouldn't say I look better. Well, I definitely do look better. But my confidence is way higher. Yeah. So, therefore, I look better. Yeah. Period. <laughs> like, that's pretty much the whole point of reunions. Like, you could literally care less about rekindling with people from high school. Like, it's literally just to be nosy and gossip and see people that you're like, oh, I wonder how they turned out. And honestly, like, I think I'm only against the five-year reunion because, well, we can't even do a five-year anymore because I'm on my sixth year. <laughs> out of yeah. school, so I said, we can't even do a five-year now. But, like, five-year is too short because I can definitely tell the people, like, the clicky people are still clicky. clicky. And I think it's going to be like that for a while. But I think at 10 years, everyone's going to be a little bit more into family life and not so mean. Yeah. Everyone's still, like, single and, like, or just, like, dating and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Like, life hasn't really kicked in yet. Everyone's just now kind of getting into life because everyone has just recently graduated. Just really now stepping about to jump into, into adulthood. Yeah. yeah. And also, for us, I feel like five years back then, for, like, our parents was completely different than now. Because nowadays, it's like social media, you're way more connected, so you mm-hmm. totally see people. And people also don't jump into 
um, like marriage and stuff like that, like they did back then. So everyone is kind of just like in the same boat right now, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. Like there's really not that much change from them because everyone went from high school and being connected uh, with their uh, friends to call going sorry. to the same colleges. Like everyone literally went, went to the same like two or three colleges. Mm-hmm. So they're all still together with their friends. So what is the literal point of going to a reunion when everyone is still meeting up and still seeing each other? I think a ten year gap, like you said, is mm-hmm. just the huge differences because it would make it more interesting. Yeah, everyone then will be actually into adult hood for real yeah because in 10 years that's almost you know, i mean you're pushing 40 yeah so it's like that's we know pushing no, 30, 30 right oh yeah. my god <laughs> she said i pushing totally the- aged myself there really yeah good. i'm like whoa well in 10 years i will be 34 so yeah mid 30s yeah. yeah let's not even talk about that that's okay. just wild I don't even want to talk about that. Like, I just turned 23. I know, but, like, in 10 years, Haven's going to be 10, and you're going to be 33. Yeah, I had thought about that. She said young mom vibes, MILF. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. I had thought about that, too, and I thought about, like, how many kids I'd have by the time she was 10. I'm like, I think I'm going to be done having kids by the time she's 10. You technically could still have a kid when she's 10, though. Yeah. Or, like, I will be on my last kid when she's 10. Yeah. If anything, like, other than that. I feel like you're not. I feel like you're not four kids. Yeah, I I really want four kids. Mm-hmm. Like, if God will bless me with four kids, that's what I'm gonna have. Oh my God, we should try that ring test again. <laughs> I really want to now. Scubby. Mm-hmm. I feel like we had tried that before, but it said you were gonna have twins. <laughs> I know. <laughs> twins runs on my dad's side. So. Oh, for real? Mm-hmm. So we'll see. He really wanted me to have twins. He was hoping I'd have twins this set. You said, thank God. I am so happy, y'all. I literally wanted twins off rip. I was like, oh, I want twins so bad. After having just one, <laughs> I'm like, I'm so happy I did not have twins on the first go. It's double everything. Way more expensive. Way more harder. Different routines. Like... Obviously, when you have twins, just because they're twins does not mean they eat at the same time, does not mean they stay up at the same time. Mm -hmm. Like, we would probably never sleep. Like, I feel like he would have to be in charge of one twin throughout the night, and Mm -hmm. I would have to be in charge of the other. Does that make sense? Because there's no freaking way you can just, like, do a whole night shift by yourself. You'd be up all night Mm -hmm. because their, their feedings will probably be off, like from each other and yeah. that would be tragic it's just a cry. lot of work yeah way too much work and like one of our favorite youtubers like just had twins so god yeah. bless her <laughs> yeah i'm like i could not do it but yeah i don't know if you have any other questions for me but i mean I feel like i tapped on what adult life right now is like mm-hmm. how I, did motherhood change your perspective on life honestly I just feel like now that I am a mother, I think I'm seeing how much more fragile life is. You know what I'm saying? I just, you know, every day you kind of live life and you're like, oh, whatever, I'll do it tomorrow or I'll do that tomorrow or that's tomorrow's problem. Now I'm viewing it as like every single day really does count because I'm seeing her already grow up Mm -hmm. so fast and now I'm seeing how crazy like time flies like we never saw that point of view from our parents 
they're like, oh my goodness, you're getting so big, or oh my goodness, like life's flashing before my eyes. No, it really does. Because even when like Ani had my niece, I mean, she's already over a year old. I cannot believe how fast that time flew by. And now that I'm, you know, I have my own little precious cargo, <laughs> um, I'm just starting to see how much more precious time is and life is in general. Yeah. It definitely made you more sensitive and softer. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, because before I'd be like, I don't care. <laughs> she still kind of is. She still very, very, very much is like bad bitch energy, but just like a gentle bad bitch. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not like a mean, like, oh, well, not too mean. I'm not mean, but I'm just straightforward. Yeah. Let's put it that way. That's what Virgos are. People think mean equals... Like, if you're straightforward, people think you're mean. So It's really not. It's just kind of being yeah. honest. Oh, that reminds me. I have yeah. to tell you something. Later. <laughs> we have tea for later. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. but oh, I don't know. I like motherhood on Perry. Okay, here's the thing. I will now tap into being the best friend that found out her best friend is pregnant. Okay. Right. Because when Perry first told me she was pregnant, I was over the moon. I was the only one that screamed it. Everyone said, bloody murder. Who the fuck just died? In a restaurant. No, in a restaurant. And I said, oh, my God, Perry's pregnant. And then I started getting nervous because here's the thing. As much as we don't like to talk about it, we did kind of drift apart a little bit in the last, like, I feel like we definitely had a bit of a distance just because you got in a relationship and you were investing a lot more time with E, which is totally fine. I would have done the same thing if I had a boyfriend. Yep. But, like, I just felt like space was definitely evident. Yeah. And then I I just, like, in my head when she told me she was pregnant, I was like, oh, my God. Like, this baby's going to take up away, like, a little bit, like, more of her time. Like, never going to get to see her. And then... So at this point, I was like, I already had a therapist, and I was like, I'm just, like, nervous. Like, I feel like our friendship's going to be even more distant than it already kind of was. Right. And so my therapist has really good advice, and now I'm going to pass it on to you guys so you don't have to go to therapy. If your friend is pregnant and you value your friendship enough, you will make the effort to be there because... For you, for me, I was being concerned for my own selfish reasons because I just wouldn't get to see you. But for you, you're going to now be someone else's life source. Therefore, you have other priorities to kind of lay before me. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And so my therapist was just like, make the effort to go be with her at her house, hang out with her. And the thing is, like, thank God we already hang out, like, in such casual settings. Yeah. So that really wasn't a problem. Yeah. And I was like, I could totally do this. And so I definitely made the conscious decision to, like, be with Perry before her pregnancy, just hanging out with her and just, like, talking, Mm -hmm. catching up at her house. And that's, like, what we like to do anyways. Yep. And so that was really not a problem. Yeah. And so my word of advice is just, like, to be present. Yeah. Don't, don't like, and that's what we had to adjust Mm -hmm. in her being a mom is that I had to adjust, like, okay, I can really try to only see her during the day now because she has to go to bed early to be with Haven, you know, that type of stuff. Mm -hmm. Like, it can't really be the late night hangs that we always had. Yeah. So you definitely have to adjust and compromise if you really care. Right. That's, like, my whole spiel. Yeah. That is so true. It's just like, and I feel like that's actually why a lot of people lose friends when they have a kid. Mm -hmm. And they're like, oh, you know, she switched up like after she had a kid, blah, blah, blah. But it's like, no, it's actually so hard to pack up a baby every time you want to go somewhere. 
and, and then, you like yeah. you have a responsibility like yeah. you have to be a mom that's like the first like if I was in Perry's position I would put my baby above everyone else that's just how it is yeah like you have to prioritize your baby before everyone else that yeah. is what a good mom is yeah and it's like you have to make sure they're either coming with you so you have to pack them up and when I tell you Babies are tiny, but they require a lot of crap. (laughs) So it's like you have to have a diaper bag and a stroller and change of clothes and a car seat. And And if you are going out with friends, you have to make sure she's fed. She has all the stuff at home. She's got her pinky. That I've pumped and like stuff like that. Like I literally have to take my breast pump with me to friends' houses if I want to go hang out. So it's like people don't think about those things and they're like, oh my gosh, I miss you so much. Like, Mm -hmm. when can we see you next? Like, babe, I'm here. (laughs) You have to be sensitive to the fact that she just has other things on her plate that she has to do. Yeah. So So it's just easier for me to come over here. Yeah. Because then she can be a mom while I'm talking to her off, you know? Exactly. Because it's like, it's just hard to like pack up a kid and then you don't know if they're going to be sleepy, cranky, like, you know what I'm saying? And then when they're like that, you're kind of like, oh, I'm just going to go home. So it's like people just don't understand how much it takes when you have a kid Mm -hmm. until you have one. And so it's like a lot of people aren't super sensitive on that topic because they just don't really understand how much it takes to travel with a kid. Yeah. Like I can't just like pick up and go anymore. She either needs a babysitter, her dad needs to be here, or I have to take her. Even if I want to go to the grocery store. And then even if I want to go to like, like pick up food. I literally have to take her out of the car, walk her in, order the food, and then put her back in the car. Like, it is not that simple. Now I'm seeing why people do freaking DoorDash and Grubhub and crap because I hate picking up food. Like, it's a lot of work. It's way too much work to pack a baby up just to Mm -hmm. go to, like, a quick errand. Because, like, you would think, like, yeah, like, you can, it would be easier to think, like, yeah, just leave the baby in there for, like, two seconds just to go and grab the food, but that is completely dangerous, and yeah. you should not be doing that. Never, ever. Don't ever leave a baby unattended. I literally went inside Crumble, grabbed my order, and came, like, back out to the car. I literally had to take her in Crumble, grab my item that took two seconds, and put her back in the car. Like, realistically, you probably could have left her in there for two seconds and it would have been fine. But the probability is that she's a mom and you worry. Yeah, because, like, anyone can be watching you mm-hmm. and, like, just hopping your car room. Like, no. Yeah. Because no, babies can't defend themselves. Mm-hmm. So that's the difference. It's not like, you know what I'm saying? Yep. She's not aware or anything. So she can't, like, scream or anything. So it's like, she don't know what's going on. She just going to smile. I mean, like, oh, hey, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, she don't yeah. know. So, yeah, it's completely dangerous, guys. Don't do it. Yeah. Take it from a mother. Exactly. But if your friends end up having babies, please be sensitive to their time. Okay, guys. And be sensitive to their whole life literally uprooting and changing in, like, the mm-hmm. nine months. Yeah. And, like, bro, I can't do nights, y'all. Yeah, I know. Well, one time we did, I did host a spooky night with a friend, and Perry really stuck out. She stayed till the very last bit, and she brought her baby with her. I did. And Haven was so good. Everyone got to hold her. She was being so, like, patient. Yeah. That was that was one of the nights I actually was kind of able to stay up. Mm-hmm. I'm shook because, y'all, when I tell you my crash point is, like, 9.30, 10-ish at night. Mm-hmm. When I stay up past that, I'm shook. Like, yesterday I was, like, up until 11, and I was literally passing out while I was pumping. 
And I was like, I can't wait till this is over because it takes like 30 minutes. I was like, bro. <laughs> I was like passing out while I was doing it. And I was like, thank the Lord this is over. Put it in the fridge, hopped in bed, passed out immediately. Yeah. Like I could not keep my eyes open. I would have napped while I was pumping. I would have been like. I low-key was. And I had the heater right in front of me too. Like I was cozy. cozy. I was like. <laughs> bro. <laughs> but see, then I had to like hop up because like. Obviously, like, after I was done, I could have just had the milk there. But then I would have slept past the time it would have been, like, expired. So you got to, yes. like, get up. That's and, like, put it very in the sensitive. Yes, y'all. So everything is just time-consuming when it mm-hmm. comes to kids. <laughs> Moral of the story. Yeah, Exhausting we, and time-consuming. We've been new. Mm-hmm. Everyone should have known that by now. That is so funny. Exactly. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> she said, <laughs> wow. But, yeah, I feel like I've said my piece. I don't know if you have anything else to add or say. No, I mean, I feel like we touch base on a good, a lot of good stuff with adulting and, like, motherhood and, you know, being a young mom mm-hmm. and, you know, defying right social okay. norms, Perry. Yeah. 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 Because right now everyone is definitely giving. I'm single and I'm living my life right now for me. Yeah. And not, you know, right now what I'm doing is what our parent generation was, like, doing. Mm-hmm. Like, house, kids, career, et cetera. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, a, yeah. you know, parenting, et cetera. I feel like a part of me, if I was in your position, I would probably feel a little sense of FOMO with certain things that my friends do. But at the end of the day, I think at heart, I very much am a homebody. So mm-hmm. at the end of the day, I probably wouldn't be as hurt. Yeah. Or stuff like that. Yeah. I I feel like people do struggle with, like, FOMO Mm -hmm. when they're either in a relationship or, like, even... Because especially, like, with who my partner is, like, he does not care to go out. But he will hang out with my friends and stuff, like, Mm -hmm. every once in a while, stuff like that. But also, like, I'm a homebody also. Mm. And I am over the, like, going out phase, y'all. I went out when I before I could go out. Okay, like yeah. sorry, mom, but I'm just saying like I did that phase of life already, and I'm not a huge drinker. Like, sorry to everyone. Like I feel like everyone feels like you have to be a huge drinker at this age in order to have fun. But bro, I could care less about drinking. Um, I don't do drugs, so yeah, it's just like. You know, it's really not that deep. And I think that portion is why I don't have FOMO. Yeah. I think people who naturally are like Perry and I, who we, I really don't drink. I only drink in social settings. I can make a mean margarita and I can make a mean mixed drink, but I don't rely on that to have fun. Like, I could definitely drink. I'm a Coke girl, okay? I like my Coke. Everyone knows I could drink a Coke and be completely content. I'm a water gal. Yeah. (laughs) No, hydrate, please, guys. Don't be a Coke head like me. I love a good crisp Coke. But, yeah, it's nice. Like, I am not into the drinking. I'm more so into the drinking for the after effects. Like, I like being tipsy. I like being drunk. That's fun. But I don't like, at the end of the day, I don't like alcohol that much. I don't like the taste of it. I don't like the way it makes me feel after being drunk, like hungover. So, moral of the story, I could live without alcohol if I wanted to or if I had to. And I don't do drugs either. So, yeah. For those reasons, I think I would also wouldn't have FOMO. But people who 
are into that kind of stuff, which is, you know, no judgment. Right. If you're into that, that's totally cool. That's your life. That's your life. But, like, it is harder to step away from that when you need to be a responsible adult. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Or you want to, like... I don't know. I yeah. feel like if I ended up dating somebody, he'd definitely be a homebody like I am because yeah. I am a homebody at heart. Yeah. I very much like to enjoy. I like, the thing is, like, homebody means I just like being comforting at home. It yes. doesn't mean I like to be, like, a hermit and not talk to anybody. Like, I like to just hang out at home, watch a movie. Get some grub. Get some food. Chill out. Just talk. Yeah, that's yeah. what I like to do. I like chill settings way mm-hmm. more. That's just more my speed. Yeah. I definitely used to be like a go out partier person, but if you look at my go out partying phase compared to other people, I still was a lot more tame. A lot more tame, yes, because yeah. to me, it just was never that deep. I could care less. And that, I think that's just also a huge portion. Some people like really, really care about being everywhere all the time. Yeah. That's exhausting, y'all. I'm go not like home. that. I like. I definitely am. I definitely am more inclined to go out compared to you. Mm-hmm. Like even in Chicago, I went with Savannah. I instigated that we should go out. She did not say anything. Right. So I was the one that was like, "We should go out." Because here's the thing: we're in the city for another night. We don't have really priorities tomorrow. We're only f- ten minutes from downtown. It it's the circumstances just lined up. Yeah. And the line didn't seem that much longer. We were like, "Well, if we don't like it, we can go home. But if yeah. we like it, we can stay." And that was the extent of it. You know, a lot of people will have the intention of going out and then maybe going home with someone else, that type of stuff, or kind of like hopping around and meeting other people. My whole point of the night or my goal was to just like go out and have fun and dance with my friend and then go home. Right. That was the extent of it. And so for me, that's like when I'm more spontaneous is like, I'll go out, I'll have fun, I'll embrace a night out, but that's the most I'll do. Yeah. I feel yeah. I feel I'm on the same exact boat with you. Yeah. Like I still like to dress up, go out, look cute, go to dinner, yeah. go out, whatever. Get a little dancing at a club. Yeah, yeah. But whew, every weekend, you know, yeah. Every weekend, I will say after New York last year, that is pretty much what I did. <laughs> every weekend I don't know that was my party phase. It lasted for only like a month, but that was it. It was after New York last year. Yeah, I feel like people that we were friends with or not we were friends with that we're friends with and even people that we know from high school in general I feel like they are partying so hard because of like the pandemic yeah like like people felt deprived yeah they felt deprived so people literally are partying hardcore every weekend Mm -hmm. because life was so different for 2020 and even in 2021 people were still suspect so it was like I feel like this year of 2022 people are a lot more inclined to go out and stuff because they kind of were on shutdown for two years and they missed it and a lot of our friends like all of us were like either freshly 21 or just turning 21 at that time and so okay so what is that oh okay i see what's going on here (laughs) that was like moving super fast down here and i was like that mug is going Technical difficulties. Okay, we have to cap it, like, over here, though, because that's, like, the jingle. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. But if we stop before, I can definitely move it back. But oh, okay. Don't exceed that because I don't want to edit. Oh, yeah, girl. I doubt we would even I see that. What is that, the hour mark? Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. Far. We, 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 we going to close this up is what we're trying to say. Um, 
But what I was saying, I said basically they got stripped of that experience of going out and getting to party and go to the club without a fake ID. Okay. Yeah. And I feel like post, I think pre-COVID, people were definitely more like responsible. Mm -hmm. I think after COVID, people definitely let down their hair and were like, I can be a little lazy. I can be a little reckless. Yeah. So definitely like being lazy was post-pandemic yeah activity for sure that's so like, true i don't need to carry a job i don't need oh, to do this your i'm so sorry oh good lord <laughs> i just like took her water did you drink out of it it was like a sudden i was like oh wait i was like i saw i was like looking at my own water <laughs> yeah so anyway yeah I don't know what the fuck I'm saying anymore. Anyway, life is hard, but you got to roll with the punches and get with the times. And it's so funny. Be nice to your pregnant friends. It's so funny. I feel like I've said, like, I think I said my piece, and then somehow I always end up, like, continuing the conversation. It's okay to continue. And um, I really, really feel like i for real this time i've said my piece. i think i said my piece too i'm tired <laughs> you guys we have been trying to record this for like over two hours so yeah. if if we sounded super tired through this you would it's, understand because yeah, it was a long time coming it but it took a long time for us to even get set up mm-hmm. and then we literally just had a technical difficulty which then which is so common every time perry's around guys yeah if you know me <laughs> People say I'm lucky, but bro, you don't understand how much it takes for me to finally get to that lucky streak. <laughs> because I constantly, every time, there's always a mess up with me somewhere. There always will be. So the fact that this happened is just telling me it's time to wrap this mug it's up. It's time to wrap it up, yeah. <laughs> I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I feel like Perry, everyone just always enjoys her on. Mm-hmm. Everyone just always enjoys our conversations, I feel like. They're very, like, this is so different because now I've like my podcast has definitely become like I record with my friends. Yeah, it's definitely like I have so many episodes with friends out now. Yeah, like with Jason, we just have silent, awkward laughs, and then we're like, "Oh yeah, 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 yeah." And then for Gabby, we just giggle. Yeah, and Gabby giggles. Gabby is a giggler, but me and you, we giggle, but we also are like, facts, yeah. facts, facts. Yeah. So, I'm a talker, and I can I usually can keep a conversation going. Is your money getting there? Go. Oh, girl. I can't remember. You're so Yo, I have totally zoned out of the Zodiac life. Isn't oh that crazy? Oh, my God. Yeah, I How totally, depressing. I don't even, like, pay attention to that stuff anymore, you guys. I really don't. I do, but I don't. I really don't listen to her. She's lying. This I've, is so not on brand, Perry. Don't I say know. that. She's like, oh, my gosh. But yeah, I'm not really, on brand. I literally don't even look at us anymore, y'all. I'm so sorry. I, I'm sorry to y'all. But I really don't. This is not on brand. Don't listen to her. <laughs> She's like, um, get her off of this now. Stop her right now. I told her she should have closed this podcast. Get her off you, there. Get her. You, she should have closed get this podcast a few mic. minutes ago. No, stop. Okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Bye, all the guys. <laughs> bye. Bye.